So it's happening? It's happening. Cypher has procured Uh Lord Jamar. Lord Jamar is on deck, ready to go. Yo, man. This new Patreon era that we talked about, you you, you did this because you wanted to come out strong, didn't you? Come Come out swinging, baby. I can't decide. So is this our... This is our regular episode. We should make this the Patreon. They should have to go to Patreon, but you know what? That's not the kind of guys we are. Everyone needs to hear the Lord well, Jamar conversation. Happens. It's true. Let's see how crazy let's it see is. see what happens. Um, so anyway, so I don't know if you guys have been paying attention, but, oh, and I will be focused more on understanding we might use video because last week we were, I thought we were just using audio and then Billy makes a video, a little clip for Instagram of Rosenberg talking and then me like, Pouring a drink, taking a gulp. Like, who is it this was, guy? It, it wasn't as bad. For the visual. record. Oh, God. Yeah. Peter said, bad hey, Billy, make sure you clip this piece right here. I did say and that. And then he said what he had to say. Okay, are we together? Are we standing right next to each other where if you clip his piece where he's talking, I have to be on the screen? It's good to have both of you on there. No, 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 no. you weren't I'm, listening either. Not, it's not good to have both of us on there. When I'm off camera, pouring a pouring a drink down my mouth, uh, not a Monster Energy. So for that's the reason why I didn't do it on camera. Oh, because you know we're sponsored by Monster Energy. It was just a club soda. No disrespect, but I'm just saying I don't want to. But drink the only something drink else. that gets love on this camera is Monster Energy. That's right. So I didn't want to be drinking something else. Speaking so you know, you know you can, energy. you know, there's technology where you can just take his part of the footage and zoom in on that. That's true. Yeah, yeah. You work in television, right? I do. Okay. So anyway, can you? Can, Not is anybody we can turn his off, turn his camera off. Is anybody to turn him off? Okay. 
Um, an emailer pointed out what I meant to say on the show last week. Yeah. I forgot when we did all that stuff was, isn't it perfect? Isn't it perfect? Yeah. That we're sponsored by Monster. <laughs> I mean, it's been years in the making. What'd you say? It's been years in the making. Let's see, where is it? Bring it back, bring it back. There it is. The perfect sponsor. Monster. Everybody knows I'm a motherfucking monster. So a lot of people are going around in the world calling my good friend Peter Rosenberg a culture vulture. Yeah. Uh, a, a disgrace to the hip-hop community, uh, a, 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 a purveyor of, what's a good word, pragmatic post-mortem popularity. And one of those people that calls Peter Rosenberg a culture vulture is our good friend, Lord Jamal of Brand Nubian. Yes. So I finally, I've been in contact with him for a while. I've been trying to get him. Then you, I told him I wanted to get him on the podcast, and you had to, Double check. Does he know I'm on the podcast? Which, like, because you could have blindsided him, but I thought it would be better solid. to have him. I, I wouldn't. I don't. I don't like blindsiding anybody. Right. So you made a solid point. So I double checked. I let him know. He said, "Yeah, of course. He knows what Wanep is. Thank you, of course." <clears throat> and uh, and I said, "Let's let's let's just do this on the show." I, I'm I, I'm I'm truthfully excited. Maybe this will go left. Um, but I I'm excited about it. Let me just say, yeah, it's an interesting day. It's the day after Summer Jam. Yeah, you can oh, hear my voice. I got the day after Summer Jam voice. Right? Should we recap Summer Jam? I think that's, I think that's maybe that's Patreon this week. How was it? It was good. It was good. Turned out better than I expected. Yeah. Um. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't run into you a schmoozer though. No. No. I didn't, I did, there was not the return of, Rosenberg, you schmoozing. (laughs) So that was disappointing to not run into him. But besides that, fun day. I have some. uh, Billy, clip this. I'm drinking some water. Oh, that's a good shot. Look at that. And, And Billy, put a graphic that says monster energy right there. Make sure you clip that part, Billy. Um, I might scratch my nuts during the show. Make sure you clip that part, too. (laughs) I have a few things to update you on this week. So this is what the Patreon episode this week should be. Yeah. Because last week we were so good at topics. Billy, write these down. This week should be my cousin's bachelor party that I hosted this weekend. Yep. Including our nightmare dinner at STK. Nightmare dinner. Nightmare is strong. I'm being dramatic for sure. It was not a nightmare. But I have complaints that need to be addressed. it need to be addressed. Okay. Um, summer Jam experience, including the classic moment when I was approached by people saying they absolutely needed to get on stage. Yeah. They had nothing in the way of a credential. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and what make, made it complicated was they were right. Oh. They did. They did need to be on stage. And me and Laura walking together 
were the ones who got stuck with having to handle this conversation. I'm and intrigued. I, I knew I'd intrigue you. I, mean, I knew I'd intrigue you. Um, and when we talk about Summer Jam, got to show love to Drewski, who did a great job out there on the festival stage. Your understudy, uh-huh. My understudy. turned superstar. <laughs> um, shouts to Drewski, who's still like, Drewski, man, my favorite thing about Drewski is at this point, I mean, listen, maybe, who knows, maybe something will happen where he'll get gassed. But so far in life, he's only gotten bigger and bigger and more popular and more important Yeah, and literally treats me the exact same as the That's day good. I met him. Good. I treat yeah, him always. well. Always. Yeah, you did, bro. Treat like, him well. There's not a time he doesn't respond to me in two seconds. Like, he's, yeah. Drewski is forever. When I was describing him yesterday to Dipperstein, my agent Dipperstein met Drewski for the first time. And I was explaining how Drewski got on. And I'm like, oh, Dipperstein, he's just like you. Because Dipperstein was a mailroom kid who went on to be like the youngest agent ever from the mailroom. Wow. Because he, he went so hard. Right. And for people who don't know, like the agency life, that's where you literally start in the you toilet there, yeah. is the mailroom. Yeah. And so I was like, Drewski's you. He was willing to do anything, anything it took. I was like, no matter what was asked, he was like, and Drewski jumped Drewski in. And, that's Drewski and Friends? This is Drewski and was Friends. Was that on yeah. the main stage or just the festival? No, festival. festival. Okay, because I saw it on the main flyer, and I was like, is that on the main stage? No, no, it was a festival, oh. but it was a big, it was the biggest, one of the biggest moments of the day happened on Drewski's set on the festival really? stage. That's right. That's right. Really? Big special guest. Big special guest. Ooh. So I want to so get to that. So for the Patreon episode, the Bachelor Party, the Summer Jam, um, is our guest here, Billy? No, I I, Billy? I'll tell you. I'll okay. see him when he gets here. I feel like I'll be able be to here. let him. And then Billy would. He said him. he would be here. Yeah, I sent him the link. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. Now, did, hold on. Did you make contact again this morning? That's right. Oh, there was already contact this yeah, morning. I'm not an idiot. Wow, that's not what I was implying. But no, you were implying that I handle business. I'm not going to say it. I do want you to. I do want you to know, though. That I went, uh, I met a woman in publicity uh-huh. at A and E. Okay, because um, I shot. I was shooting my show last week, of course. And I said to her, "Wrestling the the wives of wrestling." <laughs> yeah, I'm doing wrestling housewives. I'm someone's housewife. No, I, I went up to her and I said, "Cipher Sounds is my co-host. Uh, he's doing the hip hop treasure vehicle." Anything that we could do to collaborate, to double promo. Love that. I got her card in my wallet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that we'll we'll discuss that at yeah. some point. Hopefully that love leads that. to something. Loves. I love collaborating. Oh my god! I did a show. That show I was talking about Lancaster. Oh, we heard all about Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Man, it was a movie, bro. It was a movie. The venue is amazing. Small venue, but. It's like an old, old, small movie theater converted into like a showroom. Mm-hmm. Restaurant. The guy I met the owner. His the owner and his two buddies were like sound bombing fans. Oh really? Yeah, they flew in for the event. <laughs> they flew in. Wow. They were like college sound bombing, raucous era dudes, one up dudes. 
But like older guys, you know I mean, older white guys, man, they were fucking awesome. The owner was super dope. The food was amazing. The show was fucking, I, you know, it was like, you know, it was one of those shows where there was a poet, then there was a rapper, then there was, you know what I mean? There was like these hosts that aren't comedians. They were hosting the event, but they're not comedians. All of the makings of a shit show. And, and it was everyone great. everyone killed. Well, guess everyone what? Everyone killed. Speaking of the makings of a shit show. Here we go. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen. Real quick, shout out U Street. Shout out to Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Shout out to my boy Josh DeWay. All right, let's go. Oh, man. He got headphones on. Come on. Got Mike, he is ready. What? <laughs> of course. Uh-huh. No, you'd be surprised how many How's people that? just show up with their phone in their hand. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Not even, for, not even earbuds, right? Exactly. This is already a much more professional operation yeah. than we're accustomed to on this show. He's right. got foliage in the back. He's a plant. Come on, man. <laughs> this guy is an yeah, adult. I got, I, come on, man. This is what the fuck we do. Let's go. Lord Jamar from Brand New. Before we start, listen to me. Before we start. Yes, sir. And I'm sure I've said this to you in person, but I have to say it here. I would not be here if it was not for you and your brand new being crew. I would not be the man that I am today. 14, 15 years old, reading Malcolm X alongside getting my lessons from your music, Mm. teaching me to get knowledge of self and and da- learning my learning the supreme mathematics from dance in my ministry and the verse of of awful one and you know learning about you know it was it wasn't back in the day we didn't have youtube and stuff we couldn't just pull up something that we wanted to learn about so everything was pieced together from your music poor righteous teachers rakim kane wu-tang even and um Learning about the 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 Allah school in Mecca, going to the rallies, because I didn't know I'm 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 reading Malcolm X, who is part of the the 1960s Nation of Islam. And then I'm listening to Brand Nubian, and there's a lot of same words, you know what I mean? So you know, because we know the lessons, a lot of it comes from the nation, whatever. So I'm hearing words that are similar. So I didn't know there was a difference at that time, you know what I mean? Back. Um, and then going to get my going to get knowledge of self, becoming God cipher Islam Allah, and uh, I just want to thank you, man, because I'm not an active member in the five percent nation, but I can never lose the lessons I learned of always seeking knowledge, always finding knowledge of self, looking for the truth, you know, explaining to my now seven year old daughter and four year old son why I don't celebrate Christmas mm. and Valentine's Day, mm. you know what I mean, and mm. like. You could do it if you Even want. Even the name Cypher sounds like Cypher. Cypher. You've retained Bro. Cypher. Cypher is not my rap name. It's my name. Right. And then I Sounds is my rap name. Right. You see what I'm saying? So right. like when, they, when people go, what's your real name? I go, Cypher is my real name. I don't use it to check in the hotels. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when uh, I DJed for Sadat for like, a couple of weeks when he released his solo album. And I remember we went to the hotel and he checked in as Derek Murphy. I was like, oh, yeah, you do got to use those names sometimes. <laughs> right. Do you remember when uh, you used to DJ for me at Halo? Halo. Me, and, me and Rich? 
Belay oh, Wise. Remember that? Remember that? Wow. I forgot you about that. You were promoting the shit at Halo and you was uh you was DJing for us. Wait, where was Halo again? That was like in the village somewhere, like wait, because um, it became something it was like else. A downstairs shit. Yeah, it became it was real uh, sexy shit. Like it was dope. It became something else. It has another name now. Yeah. Halo, wow. You know they always change these clothes clubs up. So so that and I and I wore my my four B shirt, which is Culture Freedom. Oh, that's there you go. It's number four. I got my mathematics, just so you know. A law shirt on. Perfect. Wow. So anyway, all right. So that's enough. Uh, brand newbie and cipher sounds. Yes. Right, just letting you know. I just want. I just. I just give credit to uh to becoming help helping me become the man I am today. Now, what's your fucking problem with Rosenberg, man? <laughs> Jamar, we played this on the show. We played this a couple weeks ago. Let's play it again for the people. Okay, let's go. This is this just happened. It, this some guy posted this. Here we go. Jamar say, "Yo, Lord Styles, is, get the f out of here." You'll play it one more time. Here it is. Here it is. It, it brought you time. joy. It brought me joy. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, give me the Rosenberg. Okay, yeah. let's just put that out there. All right. Why we keep holding on to this motherfucker? Who knows? Like, who is this guy? Where did he come from? Yeah. And why do we keep acting like he's somebody yeah. that we need? to with. Get rid of this guy. He's not funny. He's not appealing. I don't like his point of view. Get out of here. <laughs> so it begged the question. Oh, you you know the whole thing. I didn't leave it just at you, but <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, well, I, but well, no. I want. I do want to find out what he told Laura Styles to get the fuck out of here. But we'll get there. But so yeah, so we we played it on the air and and I talked about it because. I guess I understand how we could have different perspective on certain things, but as someone who's always tried to be a purveyor of the real shit, and I'm, I'm such a huge fan of yours and, and Brand Nubians, I, I guess we just wanted to know, what is the origin of why you don't fuck with me? And, and, and I'm, I'm using you as a test case, Jamal, because other people have said stuff like this about Rosenberg. Right. And some people say it a, a lot more aggressively and a lot more... They do worse than Jamar. Then I'm in trouble. Yeah, but Jamar's doing it on camera. Like, first of all, let me just you know, for the record, I've only met you maybe one time, uh, Peter. I think mm -hmm. up at uh, Hot 97 a long time ago. This might have been in the 90s when you were still doing your overnight type shit. I think I was up there with Shabazz the Disciple or some shit like that. Okay. okay. Um. So I don't know you personally. I don't hate you personally as a person. I don't know okay. you. But I feel like you represent a lot of what's wrong in hip hop culture as it pertains to corporate entities and white privilege. Okay. Um. I remember when I first started hearing about you. Peter Rosenberg, it was some over, you know, it was on a late night. I might've been coming home from a club and Peter Rosenberg. Now, now, granted the type of hip hop you was playing was some shit I could fuck with. You know, it was that underground shit. I liked it, but I was like, hmm, Peter Rosenberg. Like, <laughs> Like why? Mo yeah, why? Who? Why Peter Rosenberg? Like, why not come with some sort of hip hop moniker? Like, why are you not? You know, 
Ooh, good point. Pete, oh, that like, is like, interesting. Everybody usually adapts some sort of like, all right, I'm a fuck. I'm is- I'm a fuck with some sort of hip hop name. Like you got plenty of um. I never. That's a great point, Jamal, and I never put but that I, together. I, it's a great point, and I have and a I great know, response. I know why. I'm sure. I'm sure you're gonna be like, listen, I'm a regular dude. Da 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 da. Oh. And that's part of my shit too. As far as I know, you don't rhyme. You're not a DJ. I am a DJ. Oh, yeah. oh are you? Like a Zigga Zigga DJ? A Zigga Zigga vinyl collecting DJ nerd motherfucker. Okay, yes. you could scratch and all that type of shit. I mean, I'm I'm not a scythe. But I can scratch. I can transform. Okay. I can hit a flare. You just taught me something that I did not know about you. No, he's definitely when I did that show, I was mixing on the show. When I do that show, I still mix on the show. Occasionally. Okay. Well, jeez, I didn't know that. Um, Look at the shirt, bro. Listen, I started before the twelve hundreds. What was the? What was the first shit? Yeah, the shitty, the shitty like uh, belt drive joint. Shit like yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I started on. And and to the name thing, real quick. Um, so the actual story on that is, when I was on the radio in D.C. when I first got started, I went by PMD. That was my my D my rap DJ name. Bam, and I had that. Mm-hmm. And as time went on, it was fine. I went to New York. Um, I, I got the opportunity at Hot. How? And I told we got to get into that too. Okay. Um, well, the how really essentially is not going to help me because you don't like the person who helped me. But Ebro essentially caught wind of videos I was making. So I was making parody videos and like fucking around. I was early on figuring out YouTube. Okay. Like I don't have it figured out anymore. But in the first era, I had it kind of figured out how to make good shit on YouTube. Okay. And between that and the fact that I had been on the radio for several years in D.C. on a big station, and I'd been sending air checks, I'd been trying to get on. How'd you get on that station? Okay, keep going backwards. I like where you're going. University of Maryland, Mm -hmm. where I went to college, uh, signed up for the intern, signed up to be an intern as a journalism major, Mm -hmm. went to WPGC, became an intern, got under uh, um, the tutelage of Big Tigger. Big Tigger took me under his wing, made me his personal intern. I did his show every night while doing my college radio show, learned from every other cats down there at the station who you may or may not know. Over the years, kept working, sending tapes, et cetera. Eventually, after these videos popped off. Wait, real quick, real quick. Just so you see, his family is from New York. So he would always be up in New York with his family. Right, right. That part you need to know, too. I was always up here. Hot 97 so badly because he was always in New York. He didn't come. So I was always in Queens visiting my my grandparents. Okay. Um, So I would listen at first when I was a kid to BLS and Kiss, then later to. It's like we're presenting evidence. Yeah, no, 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 that's what I'm doing. That's what I wanted. That's what I need need to know. I need to know. Were were you around for like uh, HBI? Do you know about shit like that? WHBI? I know know about it, but never listened to HBI. Okay, all right. I, I really only know HBI from KRS saying yeah. I used to listen to Awesome 2 on WHBI until I then got to know the Awesome 2 you when I got here. Dream Team or or Mr. Magic or none of that type of shit, right? I, I was, I came, I started like listening little, at Marley and Red. Right after that, yeah. Okay. Yeah, All I right. miss Mr. Magic. Right. Um. Wow, I literally just quoted Nas. But yeah, I miss Mr. Magic. <laughs> and, I, and I started with Red Alert and Marley. And then uh, eventually, so Ebro eventually calls, says, hey, I've seen, you know, you're doing these videos, blah, blah, blah. Um, how would you like to come up here and audition to be the producer of Miss Jones' morning show? 
because we like the ideas you have. You seem creative, whatever. I go up there. I meet Miss June, Miss Jones. Much like you, she's not impressed. <laughs> um, so Ebro hits me up and is like, "Hey, bro, good news, bad news, bad news. Miss Jones doesn't want to work with you, <laughs> but I think this. I think the station should. And um, what would you think about doing your own late night show where you play the stuff that you play on your on your show? And I was like, "Dream come true. Okay." Came up there, started doing that, and then they had the idea to put me and Sife together and build this new morning show at that time. Um, and then since then, I've just been, you know, okay, busting my so ass. Now, that's let's, where let's, your name, that's where his name came in. Because oh, I yeah, yeah, and that part. And so Ebro said, when I said on PMD, Ebro was like, nah, bro, the, what makes this different, what makes you stand out is to let people know who you are. Right. Like, don't have a name that's generic. That doesn't, that does, from a radio branding standpoint, that doesn't make sense. Don't be generic. You see, also, so none of this is your fault necessarily, but <laughs> you're going to have to take the brunt for a lot of shit. So let's back up just a little bit. So okay. you're an intern for Tigger. Mm -hmm. How many, how many black interns has Tigger had that's risen to the level that you've risen to? I would say he has no interns that have, have ever raised to the level that I've right. gone to. Um, see, what I'm trying to get at is you kind of cut the line on a lot of people that may have been more deserving. For that may spot. have been. That may, may have, been have been more deserving for that spot. Which spot? That, that overnight spot spots. on Hot 97 to okay, play some real night. shit. Like, was Peter Rosenberg the best choice to play underground hip-hop in New York City on, a, on the overnight shift? Because, just because he's white? See, that's why, I, no, it's not just because he, I feel like Ebro saw the controversy and it saw the hook and oh shit, this is a white bird. His name is Peter Rosenberg. I can put him on it, you know, radio playing some hardcore black shit and that'll be something different. But at the same time, think about how many black DJs that came up doing the same type of shit yeah. have been overlooked, especially at Hot 97. I'm not even going to say just white people. You know what? Hot 97 also went very hard with the Spanish DJs. Mm -hmm. Yes. Cypher, like like and, the fucking Cypher sound. Yeah, yep. Cypher, you, you, you benefited <laughs> off of that too. Think about it. Carmelo, Envy, like the only real black one was Flex. Like, we're going to have C. one. Who? Okay, yeah, we'll have Flex Mr. C. and C. And... It just seems like a lot of black people Jabba. who are the are the original fucking um creators of the shit. I gotta go back to this shit. Are getting overlooked for certain well, I got opportunities. It, it seems like it out. almost hold hang on. It almost seems like corporate redlining in a way. No. I, listen, I've been at Hot 97. I mean, I'm not there no more, but I started late 97. I was there for 17 years. Bro, when you talk about, like, I'm telling you, this is, when I started at Hot 97 in 97, I was militant 5%er Cypher Cell. I was with all the bullshit, right? Mm -hmm. I was with the shits. 
Now, first, I just want to say, and I am not, <laughs> I am not overly Puerto Rican. I'm barely Puerto. I'm not culturally Puerto Rican at all. Right. No, it doesn't matter. It's how they see you. Uh, though. They see, it's, get, it's how the corporate entity sees you I under, and I what they what want saying. to project to the public. Okay. It's not I necessarily I what you're about. It's right. what they feel they want to represent the station as. And they didn't want too many niggas as the face of the shit. Let's keep it real. I, 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 I again, I, my I, whole point is I'm with all the shits and I hate Hot 97. I left in a very unceremonious way. Bung. I never felt that when I was there, though. Okay. Well, as an outsider that. looking in, yeah, this is what I see. I see some bullshit from Hot 97 for the longest time. There was a Before lot of Before you got there, this is not just about Rosenberg. Right. But it seems like it just culminates. And it just seems like they... They capitalized off of oh, that's for sure. The name Peter Rosenberg inside oh. this space, and it's it's another way that they just constantly interjecting themselves into. Yeah, but, but that's all. That's all corporate. Entity, yeah, right? it is. Right, okay. And and Hot ninety seven is it is I think this is a major disconnect that exists between people in music and people in radio is like the business of radio is not hip hop culture. No. Like I try to do hip hop culture on corporate radio, but like I think sometimes we get confused. It's almost as if people sometimes act Jamar as if Hot ninety seven is like a public radio station right. built for by, the community. Now, by, by the way, yeah. I have legitimately, although it probably made Jamar sick, I have legitimately thought about the idea of trying to put together a great group so you could one day buy it and make it a community station, essentially. But it's not that now and never has been. It's always been a, a money-making entity. And I'm sure within that, they've done plenty of bullshit. Um, and maybe my hiring was part of that. I couldn't say it. I guess the part that bothers me, Jamar, is you're basically saying it's not necessarily like I'm sure I've annoyed you with an opinion here or opinion there, but it's more what I represent that annoys you. Yes. And I guess that is, but I'm just on a personal level, I, I want to express it to you because as someone who I admire so much musically, it is one of the bummers of my career and I understand it and I take it because I get it. I don't throw pity parties for white people who choose and have the privilege to be in a black field and then have people hate on them. I get it. I signed up for it. That's privilege. I, I'm with it. But it does suck sometimes because I've always tried to do the right thing. I've always tried to put on for the best artists. I've always tried to give the unpopular opinion that I feel people like you and other cats and elder statesmen in hip hop would want to have represented on the air. I've always tried my best to do that. And 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 I can respect that. I understand that. And I and I'm not here to try to purposely, you know, hurt people's feelings and shit like that. Like I know that 
even somebody like Eminem. I know that he was a fan of Brand Nubian and shit like that. And for me to say some shit, you know, that was contrary or whatever the case may be, um, might have seemed even, you know, hurt a little more, whatever the case may be. Um, but I can't worry about that when I'm, you know, when shit is going on to the culture that I love so dearly, because I'm a hip hop purist. I've seen, I listened to HBI and all that type of shit. I've seen this shit basically from its infancy till now. Like I see how they fucking cutting certain people out of certain shit. Like, and so, yes, you are a symbol of something. It's not you as a person. Okay. It's what you symbolize. And and just but isn't like that, isn't great, that... Points, great points that I understand that there is nothing. I don't think there's anything that he can do about that huge bigger picture. No. But I you you said some things in that clip, especially he actually is pretty funny. You I wish I, you would get to I know mean, him. Yeah, he's, he's pretty he, you know, he's funny. He's funny. I'm funny too, though. Why am I, why no, yes, I, why you am I not on the radio? Listen now, to this gorgeous fucking voice. Why now, am I not on the facts. radio? Well, you know why, Jamar? I'm willing to guess you're not too interested in playing the game. Exactly. If I was to guess. Because exactly. you could have been on the radio. Yo, That's why in another, I'm not on the radio. You but, but in another world. But I'm in another, to its core. Yeah, but the radio station isn't. And, but but why did the but, but but you're supposed to be hip hop and RB. See, that's what's confusing. It's like it going into a fucking, you know, Mexican Mexican restaurant and then finding out no Mexicans really make the food. They don't even give a fuck about Mexican culture. They're just serving you tacos. Like, you know, and I guess that's Taco Bell. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but listen, that's but that's eat, why I don't like Taco Bell. I like that real shit. Like, you know All right, well, now, Saif, now we might have to cut this interview now off. Now he's gone too far. <laughs> now he's talking crazy. Talking Taco Bell? So, you gone too far, Jabbar. Taco Bell and Beyonce, no, right? You, you talk about them, you're talking crazy. <laughs> we want to fight the good fight as well. I I have often had to stick up for Peter Rosenberg from getting his block knocked off in other different situations. The reason why I fuck with him is, listen, uh, you know what I'm saying? We could fight against all the fucking corporate entities, Illuminati, the world, everything. The, the, the New World Order, all that shit. The guy loves hip-hop to the core. And in a not disrespectful way, like to the, more than even me in the way he studies it and analyzes it, Sometimes there's a disconnect where, like, he doesn't get where the street meets the music sometimes. Like, well, no, and I've overstepped with some, I've had my occasional white privilege moments that I didn't, I was too young at the time. Like, Jamar, I struggled for a while to figure out the balance between in hip hop, you have to be confident, you have to have a somewhat brash personality. You know what I'm saying? You have to show your balls on occasion. Like, that is a thing that happens. The balance between that and coming off as kind of annoyingly white privilege, that took some years for me to figure out. Like, I, I, I admit that wholeheartedly. Like, I'm not the same person now that I was when I was 30 
and trying to show everyone I belong here. I belong here. But it was a hard balance because if I went soft, I felt like people wouldn't have listened to me at all and been like, get the, get the fuck out of here. So I, I, I made mistakes. I definitely made mistakes. I'm sure I said things that were irritating. But I do think when I think of what I do that makes me proud, like today, for example, on the radio, I did at the end of the show, I gave a tribute to DJ 50 Grand who died over the weekend, mm. you know, who, who discovered Biggie. And I'm thankful, you know, to have that voice. And whenever those situations happen, I try to be the person who says something to make sure the families of the people who matter know it. You know, I ran into Kangol Kids, Kangol Kids Kids yesterday. Wow. Had this, had a conversation with them. They gave me a picture of me and Kangol Kid together. I just try to do absolutely my best for the forefathers thing. I'm not saying I'm the right I've never been the right choice to have to do this. Um, as uh, as David Banner once said to me, he pulled me aside recently and was like, you've said a lot of shit. You, ha- you shouldn't have been the one to have to say it. It shouldn't have been you. Um, but he said, but I appreciate you saying them. I try. I still fuck up sometimes, but I try. So like I hear, I totally hear where you're coming from, but I also think, like, you, you know, think- it's like at the Mexican restaurant example, the one, the one cook they have who's like, hey, I'm not Mexican, but I went to Mexico, I studied it, right. and I'm going to give you the best piece of food you can have. And then you turn around and you go public and you're like, you know what? Fuck that guy. <laughs> right, right. That's I mean, kind of how it feels. I, I, I hear what you're saying, and I can definitely respect that. And like I said, I, I'm not here to try to, you know, hurt people personally yeah I, mean, I guess they caught me in a moment or whatever the case may be i mean why'd you tell laura styles to get the fuck out of here what did laura do i don't know who the fuck laura styles is again i just feel <laughs> like there's other qualified people that could be up there you know like i don't know where she comes from either i'd have to get her fucking resume i'm not ready to, to even hear it um but <laughs> who are you who are you and listen i agree with you in a lot of a lot of points but like who are you supposed to get? Like, how do you go find these people? Like, if they're not, you know, like making themselves known or whatever. I mean, maybe they are making themselves known. You're just not looking in the right place. But then it's like the people that you should get a lot of times, it's going to turn around where they're not necessarily corporate material. You see what I'm saying? Like the, the people that would be good for hip hop are not necessarily corporate material. So now what the fuck? It's like, this is the catch 22 that we're in. K Slay. K Slay was great. Yeah, he was great. And he was what? He was on Thursdays and you know what I mean? All not, necessarily, <laughs> not necessarily trying to put him in that, in that star vehicle. You know what I mean? They put a, he was on their station. But you star, know when they when they push star, button on button. you at Hot 97, then the button is pushed. Like you used to do a show, and then when it was the Siphon and and a Rosenberg show, that's when they pressed the button, and shit was different, wasn't it? From when you was DJ, it was it was, it was, it was worse to be honest with you. It was worse, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but. You understand promotion-wise. But promotion-wise, yeah, I, I was on billboards in New York City, of course. But but you don't, and this is your personal opinion. I know what I did. You don't feel I earned it? I mean, no, I no, no, from- no, 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 no. Listen, I know you earned it. You see yeah. what I'm saying? And I, and, and I know you've earned yours in, in a way, too. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm just knowing that 
being a white man <laughs> in 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 most fucking professions is going to be helpful to you. Now, but what is what is agreed. white what is white privilege though? Like, like or, white in, privilege in, in, is being able to go through certain doors that, or or being looked at as more special. Like, think about how many black dudes are just like you. Like, love that type of hip-hop and came from that and want to show just like you and been mm. doing it longer. But then here comes the white guy. But here's the so thing it's, it's funny because I agree with you. So, like, yes, that is definitively what white privilege is, and that's why I believe in measures to try to balance that in any way you can. And at the same time, it's hard for me because the truth is just being real with you from the beginning when I first showed up at the radio station in Maryland, no one's outworked me. So, like, you're right, but also I made it impossible because I worked oh, harder than anyone. You're saying black people are lazy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Saif. Yes, I can always Saif. count on you. Get him! <laughs> but I agree, but I do, but I fundamentally do agree with you. And, like, Saif, I had white privilege that goes further yeah. than whether or not I got an opportunity from Ebro because I'm white or whatever. It's for, it's I, to the point, you know, growing up with parents who had money yeah. is privilege. It allowed me to pursue this shit. I could take a risk. If I failed, I would have went home. My yeah. parents had money. Like, they weren't rich, but they could take I, care I of do, me. Let's, you do let's, have... Let's 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 show white privilege right here. Okay. The fact that you can call yourself Peter Rosenberg in a black genre, right? A very black genre and still be successful. Like imagine I went into a very white genre, you know, and my name's Jamal Allah. You know, and, and I and I go into like a Jewish genre actually. You know? Mm-hmm. Um are they gonna accept and let me That's blow it. up with that name? Like, like you got you got people that jobs where they look at the name. If it looks too black, you're not getting the call back, brother. Right? Just regular, yes. and these are regular fucking McDonald's jobs. Like, yeah, imagine yeah. some fucking CEO type of shit that I want, and I'm Daquan Jackson. No, yeah, like, no, you're not. Right. That's a good point. Right. That, I, honestly, I've never, I've never thought of my name being a piece of privilege. That is very interesting. I, I, I agree with you, and it's, it's fascinating though because to me, in my personal experience, like what I feel from it's the keeping world, it real, and it's challenging, right? Because as you know, a lot of people hate Jews, so my name has a lot of people coming for me off my name. So it's not like it always feels like privilege. It feels sometimes, and I, by the way, it's not just black folks who listen to Hot 97 who sometimes didn't fuck with me because of my name. More than that now, especially in the post-Trump world, it's the MAGA people who hate me because of my name. You know what I mean? So it, I, you're right. I agree. And also, it's funny because it's not how it felt, even though maybe it did benefit my career. But on a personal level, it's actually felt like a challenge. You know, like, yo, Sife's been with me, bro. I go out and just people will be like, yo, Jew. <laughs> I mean, I really get that. Like hey, in real life. <laughs> I've never gotten small hat. I don't wear a yarmulke, Jamal. <laughs> I just know that's like a slang that they go. Uh, yeah, listen, there is something in the lessons, and I feel like people like you and Eminem fall in the category of 
in the lessons, they talk about Muslim sons. And these are people that study from 35 to 50 years to try to learn and do like the original man. And these are the ones that in the um, lessons, they allow to come amongst us and do trading and, and work together, basically. You understand what I'm saying? That's in the lesson. So I understand there are certain people like yourself that really have a true love for this hip hop shit and want to be, you know, promoters of it in, in a positive way and all that. But at the same time, we have to understand the world that we live in and the, 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 the systematic bullshit that goes on. And sometimes we're used as pawns in that fucking game. All of them. Do you think Eminem is, is white privilege? Absolutely. But he's dope. You see, but he's dope. You see what I'm saying? No, I never said he difference. can't rhyme, but he's definitely white privilege. Right. And the thing, the difference is that in that case, or a lot of cases, Rosenberg being included in this, you might not even be trying to use your own white privilege on purpose, but just the fact of being white, you're going to get so much more. Exactly. Right. And you're not gonna turn it down. Like, oh no, I don't want that. That's right, white privilege. Like, like how you know, how do you get a fucking biopic after like one album and shit? How come Nas didn't have a biopic? <laughs> how come Nas didn't get a biopic after he still don't have a biopic? Like, and, like no, that's fair. That's yep, crazy sure. shit. That's the type of shit that happens. With white privilege. And M, t- M talked about this on Dear White America. And now, like he- and now here's what white privilege does too. I saw you, sir, I think on like some like white sports commentating shit. Like, I do that too. So, yeah, totally away from hip hop. Like, you see how you can get into those avenues? Jamai, yeah, you. <laughs> You're on Law and Order or whatever you're on, like you Blue Blood. That's some you're acting like, shit, though. What's, uh, so, the, what's the yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. You're, you're, and again, it opened the door for you, though. I hustle, like yeah, me too. Hustle. <laughs> I outwork people the same way. Exactly. But exactly. <laughs> you telling me if I was white that I wouldn't have more opportunities? Stop it. No, of course you would. Of course, of course I would. Of course you would. Well, not, I mean, well, I, listen, we're not. Yes, I'm not going to even debate that. I mean, yeah, that's the world, bro. Like. I, I, I was I'm just saying the other day. now, now here's something that I hope never happens right with you or Eminem, because Eminem has not done this. Most white people who get in hip hop, right. Who has a certain success at some point when hip hop, Oh, search has not done it either. When, um, when hip hop is not really fucking with them anymore, they go and do like some rock shit yeah. or with yeah. the rock world. Right. Yeah. Rick yep. Rubin. Fucking uh, Kid Rock, Kid Rock yeah. fucking uh, even this Machine Gun Kelly, yeah. fucking a bunch of motherfuckers have done that. Yeah, but I agree you with know, that. okay. I have that's not a, seen Eminem do that. I have not seen a search do that. Oh, even uh, Everlast did it. Fucking Everlast did it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but Eminem has not done that. I've not seen you try to do nothing like that, except for maybe go to that sports thing and. Maybe yeah, it's not a backup sports. Sports is what gave me the real money to be able to start putting a life together and continue to do this hip hop shit that doesn't pay that well. You know, 
That's I mean that's the truth. Okay. My real money now comes in other places. Nice. This is this is this is the passion job. I mean, for me. what about is there anything? This hip hop shit as, sets you up to be able to do that. It does. As, oh no, it's given me a ton. It's given me a ton. As, right. as sure. the attorney to Peter Rosenberg in this case, <laughs> I want to. I want to. I, no, I got a Puerto Rican lawyer, Sife. I'm yeah, fucked. Fuck. There's one. There's <laughs> one blanket of white privilege, whatever. So I want to, you know, try to get him in a good, a, a better category. The fact that he did get ESPN and does now work for WWE, that he still wants to stay on Hot 97, I would say not just for the morning show, but for the to play the underground hip-hop shit mostly in his heart. He got to get some credit. No, and I do give him. I already said that. I already do give him credit for that. Thank you. Yeah. You can't say it enough, yeah, Jamar. It feels great. <laughs> right, but I do, I do, I agree with you when they, when they, when hip hop doesn't work out a hundred percent the way they jump to like some rock shit. I, that, that's, that's using and abusing the. And that's the some shit that again, black people can't necessarily do. Right. Like, I can't. Let's just say a black guy was, um, popular and started out popular in country music or rock. Let's say Darius Rucker, for instance. He was big, right? Once rock is not fucking with him anymore, you think he could come back and do some hip-hop shit? No, he went country. (laughs) Right. Right. He could have never came and do... He couldn't... You can't do the reverse. Right. Like, white people could do that all the time. Like, and then white people will fuck with them after that. Like, if you started out... If you were black and started out in the white genre and then tried to reverse, come back to black... People be like, what? You wasn't fucking with us when you was big. Why you want to fuck with us now? Get the fuck right. out of here. Mm-hmm. Now, one question I do have to ask you, though. One of the things I always found ironic about when you would go after me was that it was often in interviews with DJ Vlad, who I'm not, I'm not going to personally cast aspersions on Vlad, mm-hmm. don't have a relationship with him. But I would certainly say, based on the kind of content he has created, a lot of people would argue is more deserving of some of the monikers that I've received before. Right, and he's got he's gotten them, and he's since been banned. Um, I don't fuck with him anymore. Oh, um, okay, yeah. I didn't know. That. Oh yeah, oh that's been. Oh yeah, he 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 went in on Farrakhan. He um he thought oh, I remember that. He yes. Thought Farrakhan said something about Jews that Farrakhan didn't say. Um, he was given an analogy on something, and he tried. Oh, sorry, sorry, and Rosenberg he... Farrakhan is was the leader of the the black. <laughs> <laughs> he misquoted Farrakhan, right? And so, yeah, don't want to do that. Instead of instead of um, you know, making a a public apology and make a retraction, he just changed the headline and didn't want to apologize for what he did. You know what I mean? He wouldn't apologize? No, he wouldn't apologize. He felt like, I'm not going to apologize. You know, I feel like, you know, uh, well, even if he didn't say that, I still think he's anti-Semitic. Even though this is a guy that claims he's not, he doesn't, he's not a practicing Jew. He eats pork and all kind of crazy shit. Um, (laughs) I always, as a Jew, just try to, you know, the, the relationship between Farrakhan and the nation and Jews is a complex one. And I, I just personally, I've, I've had conversations with many people about Farrakhan. And I always just, I, it's just not my place to speak on it. You know what I mean? I understand the relationship's complex. And I also know how important 
his role is for so many people. Right. So it's he's, I, he's I just a, choose to lay he's out. Definitely an elder statesman in the black community, whether you're in the nation of Islam or not. He's somebody that we in the black community look up to. And for that reason alone, you should just fall back. Someone who's making money off of black culture and all of that should have respect for his reverence that we have for him. And and he had Great multiple point. people coming to him saying, yo, apologize. You know what I mean? Yeah. Royce, fucking um, Cam, yeah. West Coast Cam, fucking, it, it got to be a bunch of people. So, and now people's looking at us like, yo, you fuck with this guy? What the fuck is up? So me and Godfrey was like, yo, bro, like you're going to have to fucking apologize. Or, you know, can't be fucking with you. And we was like, And he wouldn't do it? Nope. See, that's correct. And he claimed to be a- our friends. You see what I'm saying? This was supposed to be my friend. Bro, listen, I... That's that's so counter to my philosophy. Cypher remembers this well. When I was gassed and after Summer Jam one year when Chuck D said something, I said something nasty back to Chuck D. I sat on it for a few weeks and I remember I got a phone call from Nori. Nori was like, bro, I've been thinking about it, man. You should really apologize. X, Y, and Z, here's why. I was like, you know what? Say less. If, if people I respect are telling me I got it wrong, and they're telling me be out of care. They're not telling me because they hate me. Go apologize. Like, just, it's not that hard. It's really not that hard. I got my own sound effects. Let's clap it up for that. Because I deserved it. Thank you. I do I do well, apologize. He has, when, yeah, he has apologized for some bullshit he has said. I, I apologize when I fuck up. Sometimes I apologize too much, like the Nicki Minaj situation. But you get the idea. <laughs> Um, hey Jamar, we really appreciate that you've uh, that you've been down at this convo, and now that the doors open, now we got to do a full on Lord Jamar music yeah. episode of One Ep sometime, Sife. Oh, yeah, honestly, this what's happening right now is not what One Ep is about. Great, I'm glad you both said your piece, but I have a lot of questions about Brand Nubian and the early days and some nerd shit. And I want to know if you remember my mom because she used to deliver FedEx to you. <laughs> Yo, my mom delivered FedEx to you. Say uh, word. Uh, I'll be sure. Heavy D. Uh, oh, the whole Westchester crew. Like, yeah, my mom delivered all Mount Vernon, New Rochelle back in the day. That's crazy. So it's crazy. My mom used to tell me that in the projects in New Rochelle, they, I have a joke about this now that I do in stand-up. Oh, I'm a culture vulture of stand. I left hip hop and I do comedy now. First of all, let me just let me just hang on. Let me applaud you for your stand-up shit. And I still want to get you on my fucking show. Yeah, because I feel like stand-up is some really brave shit to do. Yeah, me too. It's crazy. Like I, I'm not gonna lie. I I fancy myself as a funny dude. I think I'm funny, but I am fucking scared as a motherfucker to get up there and, and, and start telling jokes on a fucking stage on some like crafting it type of shit. Yeah, You funny and stand up is two different things. Two different fucking things. And I fucking Godfrey, like Godfrey's on my show. So he's, you know, the fucking man. Um, and like, yeah, the funny that we do and then the funny of getting up there and writing jokes and all that type of, yo, hats off. You, and I love your format, your fucking, you just interact with the crowd and just kind of. Yeah, that's just, like, the stuff I, that's just the stuff I post. Yo, the improv shit is dope, though. I love that Thank shit you, that man. you do, man. Thank you. And, 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 
and you've done it successfully. At first, I was like, Sife is doing comedy? Yo. Like, like, huh? I can't Yo, rap. you just kept at it, kept at it, but you could DJ. You could go, D- you, you could no, go but DJ. I wanted, but I used to tell people when I used to manage artists and it was always late and it was fucking up, I used to be like, yo, if I could rap, I would outwork your ass. I mm. can't rap. So this is my version of rapping, right. going on stage, grabbing the mic. You know what I mean? And then, yes. like, now that I go back, I was funny as a DJ, even in nightclubs. I would say funny shit when I was talking, because, you know, I got that New York element with that talk on the mic into where into music right so it was like it was kind of always there but now i just do it uh you know a hundred percent but i see yo that shit i did a show in lancaster pennsylvania the other night and i was fucking shaking before i went up bro and i do this every why? night yeah why new audience i'm in an amish country i mean it was a it was a lot of mixed crowd it was a lot of urban uh urban you know what i mean you know what i'm talking about jamal but um <laughs> it's just a new crowd. I had to do an hour. I haven't done an hour in a while. Really? I've been shooting an hour. Yeah, I had to headline. So, bro, wow. I was fucking shaking, bro. And as soon as I touched the stage, it's gone. You good? But yeah, man. Um, Jamar, one one music question before we'll we'll wrap this and we'll have you on to do a full music episode in a few weeks. Cool, cool. Um. Are you on? Are you are the brand Nubians all on good terms these days? Is everyone good or not? Nah? Yeah, yeah. Everyone, it, it Poobah as well. Absolutely, me and Poobah especially. Like you know what I mean? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, that's dope. Like we've been doing a lot of shows lately. Now, if you see certain shows where Sadat's not there, Sadat lives in North Carolina right now. Right. Yeah, he just hit me and said that. Yeah, he's down there working. Right? And yeah, he works in a hospital and all this type of shit. So he's not necessarily has the same flexibility that me and Poobah have to be able to just. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do a lot of these shows and shit. But we just had a show with all of us in Houston like two weeks ago. I saw that. Uh, I we're to all to gonna be we're all gonna be at the shit uh August eleventh at Coney Island. Some uh some shit for Ralph summer McDaniels. stage shit. Uh, it's some Ralph McDaniel shit, I think. I yeah, I think it's summer stage. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it's Ralph for summer stage, yeah. Yeah, so we're gonna be at that. Shit. Oh my That'll god. Bro, I have I, I taped video music box. Remember the episode where Brand Nubian was at Kilimanjaro. Come on, that's the classic. That's the class. Bro, that's the that shit on, that blew us up in New York. I have is that, that on VHS? Man, I, I might need that, bro. Study. I have, you know, I just have the 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 video music box episode, bro. And I stu- I was trying to dance, and I was studying your dancers. From yeah, that, SOS dancers. The, Shout SOS out, dancers. I live, I true. I when mm-hmm. you just said video music box, it just hit me like. I used to play that shit every fucking day, man. I'm sorry, I need to see that. I've never seen the episode. You see? I yeah, I have it. <laughs> see, I haven't done the work. You're right, Jamar. Fuck me. That's classic <laughs> hip hop shit. Now that that <laughs> night actually was uh it wasn't just us. It was um it was like the unveiling of uh KMD Leaders of the New School, Pete Rock and CL Smooth. And then Brand Nubian was the headline. Oh, that's all Electra. I was going to say it's all Electra, huh? Yes, hard to the left. Electra, they was premiering all their new fucking acts. And um, everybody was new. Everybody was being introduced. Everybody was new at that time. Yes. Mm. But, you know, everybody might have had like a little single. I think they had put out this little tape or some shit like that where everybody was on that tape. You know what I mean? 
but we had the most traction at the time. You know what I mean? Bro, like I don't even know where high. Kilimanjaro was. Where was that club? It was on like it was, I want to say like twenty eighth and so like downtown tenth, some shit like that. Tenth, eleventh around I there. Never, like Definitely I came into side. the game, that club wasn't there anymore. And I like I was like, where was this? Where was? But this? they probably it probably was there. They just probably changed the name, Change bro. Name, you know yeah. how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. Now let me ask real quick, um, both of y'all on some hot ninety seven shit, right? Yeah. Maybe okay. y'all can answer this question. How come? <laughs> how come like certain New York artists were never supported? Like like MF Doom, for instance. How come we never had any MF Doom? You know, it's too when he was Indian, we needed to hear. It's too underground. Yeah, Doom's a tough one. Do, listen, I think I'm the first person to ever play Doom on Hot, and I didn't get there till 07. Mm. Um, so, but but I think Doom's a tough one. I think even in the best of circumstances, Doom would have been very tough from a commercial viability radio standpoint. Um, I remember Sean Price started getting. They started giving Sean P a push. He had a couple records getting played a lot in the mix. And we this we talked to him. I talked to him a bunch. And he was just, you know, listen, he wanted to be where he was. He didn't want the he didn't feel like jumping in to play that game. Mm-hmm. So the records got played. But unless you are interested in playing ball, meaning I'm gonna come do interviews, I'm gonna come do shows, I'm gonna participate, unless you have an utter smash hit. You know, I mean, that forces it. You know, Jay Electronica had a smash hit. It forced radio to play. Like, that's how good Exhibit C was. There was It was undeniable. But you got to know, yeah, you got to understand there's people that are not into hip-hop the way we are. I'm talking about people who come from our culture. They're not, like, a girl that's driving to be, a, you know, she's driving to work. She's a nurse. They don't like uh, not all of them, some of them do, but they don't love that underground shit because it's not, you know, they just like catchy s- single music. Right, but you got to always satisfy the core, I feel like. Like, like I understand all that. I'm not, you know, an yeah. idiot where, oh, I'm just ignoring right, right, um, right, right. commerce and shit like that. Like, I get it. Um, but the fact with, you know, where you got to have a line somewhere where we're still... Respecting the essence while, you know, doing our corporate dance. You understand what I'm saying? It gets to a point where I feel like they just ignore the essence altogether. And that's what's fucking crazy. I think there's just, I think there was different degrees of what you're calling the core. Because they represented a lot of street New York music that wasn't necessarily nationwide single hits. There was a lot of New York artists represented that weren't. Doom is a rough one. Like Doom who? is so, even like like who in the rise. Quali got records. Quali, Quali got a bunch of records. Most got a couple records. But even like even someone um, like Mano, Mano's not a Mano got Mano's records. Not a worldwide successful huge hip hop artist, but he represents New York so much. Or like when they would play Red Cafe or um uh what's the other guy from East New York um. Uncle Murder, Uncle Murder, like they all got their, they all got sh- even, even, even the the Dipset solo acts, the Jim Joneses, etc., who were made into big stars locally. I mean, it may not be, oh, we you know, see you your now. cup yeah. of tea yeah. always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I used to love Dipset, so 
<laughs> really? Oh hell yeah! Listen, like 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 chic Luke singles. I with- make conscious music. I still like gangster shit and all of that. Like <laughs> yeah, like a, most, I like hard yeah. hip hop. Like you know what I mean? Like right. Uh, locks, even if I don't always agree, even if I don't agree with the message, a lot of times, like I could still separate the message from the music. Like you know what I mean? So, Bro, Styles P would always play. What about Papoose? Yeah, like, I'll just say this. I'll just say this, Jamar. Like. For as much as Hot has dropped the ball in doing things I'd like them to do and where I'd like them to push musically, I will say we also get zero credit for the amount of love that gets shown to. Like, if you were to see last night's K Slate tribute at Summer Jam, like, it was a real beautiful thing. I saw a little bit. It was beautiful. It was a real beautiful thing with with effort put into it. Um, Even, you know, and and this happens throughout the, like, throughout, this isn't just because K Slate was our own. There have been other people we've lost, and Hot has really been the place to step up and be like, we're going to make sure these people's legacy is remembered. Is it all the time? No. The ball is dropped? Yes. But, you know what I'm saying? Like Last night, seeing Mano and Jim Jones and these cats on stage in front of 40,000 honoring their friend, it was it was dope. And some dope things do happen here and there. Yeah. I mean... I got, listen, I understand your point. No, no, no. But a dog gets some sun on his ass every now and then. You know what I mean? Yeah, but some dogs don't. You know what I mean? Like that is because true. It's not a dog. We're not a dog tanning salon. You know what I mean? Like, like, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. It's not a. There's nothing. There's nothing that is gonna be the way we wish it was because it's just not commercially feasible. Um, and we fought. I know me personally, bro, uh, you know, underground hip-hop, I came from it, but it wasn't my love when I got older because there were so many people doing it better than me. I can never be Stretch and Bob. I can never be Evil D or, or all these people. Then I found myself somehow getting into the Caribbean world. All of a sudden, I'm breaking Caribbean artists. You know, because I'm 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 of the essence of like this is New York culture mixed with the Caribbean. Bro, if I go to Jamaica, I get so much different kind of love for playing all these unknown artists on Hot 97. So like, you know, and I and I I in a weird way I do get my credit for that because they you know Sean Paul is I saw Sean Paul so early I try to get him. A deal. I took him around to different labels, and he did eventually get a deal. But it was because of my a lot because of my efforts. Rihanna uh-huh. comes through me. The reason why they brought Rihanna to me is because I was breaking all these Caribbean artists, and they were like, "Well, uh-huh. she's from Barbados. Can you help us?" And I played her when she was a nobody. Now, you know, does it? Have count? you got the love for that? I, I get. Some love. I don't. I get a little sunshine. I mean, listen, on my ass. Rihanna. When Rihanna gave you the post, yeah. when Rihanna gave you the random IG post like five years ago, was, that was yeah, that was, was pretty more than tight. Five years, but yeah, it was probably ten years now. No, <laughs> give no, me no, some, give me some, give me some random millies, okay? <laughs> I would give me love... some random. You know what? You know what, Saif? He was one of the. First... Here you oh, go. You broke up. What was that? I said, you know what, Sife? Uh, you was that one. Here, let me break you off real quick. Boom, 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 oh, boom. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you something, Jamal. I have I have an accountant sheet 
of that when I get, hopefully one day, God willing, I get to the bread, to the real bag, I have a list of people that I will be handing brown bags to. I have that list. DJ Riz, Wildman Steve, you know what I mean? Like I, okay. they, they gave me my first, you know what I mean? Like, in a weird way, you guys are on that list. Like, I gave you your props when you first came up. All I got right now is props. What? Oh, but you're giving out the props, though. No yeah. problem. I'll I give you a prop what? bag. That's all I got. And <laughs> no money in there. It's a prop yeah, bag. No, I, wish, I wish Rihanna would be like, yo, here's a little, here's a, a hundred grand in a bag. Yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> honey, why are you Hold selling this. yourself short? A hundred grand? She's a billionaire, bro. Oh, yeah. Rihanna's I'll a billionaire. Take, she can get you off. You're selling yourself short, sir. I'll take, I'll take the short because you know what I we have? We want now? at least a milli. You know what I have? At now? least yeah. a milli. Just a random milli. I know. Right? Man. Like a random shout out, IG shout out. Why why don't people do that? What, what is it greed? Is it is it self Listen. You know what I mean? I got people I brought in the game. Okay? That's on some bullshit right now. Yeah. I call it amnesia. <laughs> yeah. People that crazy. never made money in this hip hop shit and all of a sudden you put money in their pocket and now they don't know you anymore. Yeah, it's crazy. I, I, it's this crazy. shit is fucking crazy. It's crazy. So this shit is fucking crazy. So when you go on these tirades, a motherfucker. Mm, when right. you go on these tirades mm-hmm. and you calling out all the culture vultures, and there's a lot of them. Just give Rosenberg a little. I think I yeah. I just want a little, little an occasional pass. Give him up. I I I I enjoyed. No, no, this was a good talk. This was a good talk because I learned things about. You see, knowledge is power. Knowledge is key. Like you know what I mean. There were certain things that I didn't know. Like I didn't know you was a DJ at all. Like you know what I mean. I almost was like, what qualifies this guy and to even talk about hip hop? You see what I'm saying? But being a DJ gives you some kind of a qualification. Gives you Um, an entry pass. Right. Where did you get your taste in hip hop? Anyway, why do you like this kind of hip hop? If yeah. I may ask. I mean, mostly my older brother. Um, we, oh, we, his name. His name's Nick. It's not Nick. quite as Jewish as my name, but he's close. Nick worst. Rosenberg. Yeah, hold on. Say that again, because he'll want to hear that from Jamar. I'll be very excited. Say it again. Nick Rosenberg. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, he was the he was the older, the bigger culture vulture. Nah, and and he was four years older than me and. I really don't remember like he you know he was friends him and some friends at school um some black friends at his like middle school or or whatever it was at that time we're listening to hip-hop together and then we started going to New York and I don't know how he knew to turn on BLS and kiss oh. I, I need to ask him that I don't know how he somebody knew it's to do that. put him on somebody put him on. someone they, told they, him. they were like and then we started driving, listening they're them. driving in from from Maryland to go visit their grandparents in New York, and the moment they got in range of New York, they would put on. Yeah. Hurry up! Here. Hurry up! One hundred seven point five. Exactly. Because we didn't have on. There was nothing. DC was so barren at that time for hip hop. So, yeah, that's the that's the beginning of it. But um, my friend hey, Jamar, at school man, told me about <laughs> told me about these patients. His name's Tyrone. See? <laughs> Like, um, hey, so Jamar, just, we, we can bother you again in a few weeks yeah, about maybe yeah, coming back and doing man. some music. Yeah, bro, we um, need like the fucking. Bro, yeah, I, I, like I, staying as a group I, when Pooh left, 
Like it was fucking. All no, I gotta know oh, a lot listen, about that. You wanna, Everything you want to hear about the interim, like, like, because we had to do shows when the brand Nubian album was still out. Right. Like in between going to the Ngawi Trust shit. Right. 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 Without Pooba. Like, but, but it's just. Without Pooba, but, but, but they, they right. want to see him. But then, I mean, I don't don't take this the wrong way. We got to talk about this later. He was the star of the group, absolutely. But then, but then, when you came with that album, when you came with that album, and it was phenomenal without him, that's unheard of. Right. Well, no, there's that part, Sife, and then there's the fact how different the content was that I've always wanted to ask because. To me, as a listener, it felt like they just found a bag of guns and turned up. Like it, it felt, it was so like there's. It was such a different yeah, vibe, right. equally good, totally different. Yeah. So next time, that's right, a preview. We'll get into all that shit. Jamal, thank Absolutely. you so much for being here, man. Thanks uh, for having me. I appreciate both of you. I respect both of you. Yeah. And uh, thanks, Jamar. Yeah, man. So, you know, so this is a nice moment man. for us. We appreciate and, it. And 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 just for the record. If you listen to my music since the beginning, you see that I'm consistent. consistent. I've always been against the system, and consistent. this is what I do. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is who Absolutely. I am. Like, you know, what that's I mean? why I wasn't really offended. Just, I just wanted to have a conversation. Like, I, I thought it was same, on brand for you. Just and, and at the same time, you got to understand how many white fans Brand Nubian has. Yeah. Like, I know that we've toured all of. My, Across Europe and great, where it was just all white people in the crowd. Yeah. You understand what I'm know, saying? Pat shows, ripping the roof down. Like, trust me. But you didn't ever, um, you didn't ever smash any of those white girls, right? No. But <laughs> just checking. Saif, I just had to check. Just had to check. Um, <laughs> just I'm saying when you trash Rosenberg, just say personally. No, I'm, I'm not like here to guy. trash anybody. I'm not trying to. You know, I trash the system. I trash. You know what I mean? And then, and Injustice. Stuff. I trash lies. I trash the bullshit. Yeah. You know what I mean? But there you, so go. you know, so I trash and I trash symbols, certain symbols. Yeah. You know that they yeah. try to put up there. You gotta just go against them. And and how would y'all know what certain shit needs if certain people don't speak up as to what's needed in this hip hop shit? Y'all wouldn't even Listen, know. You gotta symbol, know. The symbol of Peter Rosenberg. Fuck them. Get them out of here. Personally. <laughs> Personally, I but like the person him. is a great person. Right. And the then, person is a great person. It's just how they try to use him. Right. You and know. Continue to trash Laura Styles. Like, please continue on. <laughs> Listen, I don't even know Laura Styles, man. I don't, you know. I don't hate nobody. I'm not a person. I'm not a hater. Personally, she no. is you know what I mean? a like, beautiful person. Uh, she's my sister. I don't want to see, you know. But please and, and when I saw that clip, verbally. I was like, oh, <laughs> hang on. When I saw the clip, though, I was like, wow, you know, you take these little parts and now it makes you look like, oh, he looks like the old fucking inner guy that, you know, he's just mad at everything. You know, I'm not that guy. Like, um, you know, with certain <laughs> we shit, tell that you know, certain shit, that. you know, if you get me going. We'll uh, get on um, my thank you, right, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll reach out to you soon to do this again, Jamar. Appreciate thank you, man. It, all right. Thank you. Peace, man. There hey. he is. The great Lord said Jamar. We've, we've said it all. We covered well, it I all. I was going into We that did it all. Thinking it would be horrible. And um, he, made, he made solid points. He made no, solid I, points. I, I actually, it actually went how I expected it to go. 
Like I, I thought we'd have a pretty reasonable conversation. I mean, listen, he he came short maybe of saying, like I might like to point out that judging people in that way based on things that go beyond them is obviously an unfair thing to do. Maybe we came short of that, but besides that, he basically acknowledged, you know, that his feelings don't have to do with me and that he didn't know. I enjoyed the conversation. I can't wait to have the music episode now. Oh, it's the way it's the gateway, baby. Um, hey guys. Patreon, patreon.com slash life. Sometime in the next uh, 42, 48 to 72 hours, there will be another full Wanep episode where we'll break down everything that happened at Summer Jam, this bachelor party weekend I got to tell you about. Bro, um, Billy, write these things down. Yeah, Bill, write this um, down, fuck face. Hey, this, all this content I'm doing in my basement with the vinyl, bro, This people are loving it. We got to turn this into a Wanep segment or something somehow. Just that's doing something with vinyl, like going through old yeah, records and talking about them? Like telling the stories. Bro, even if we of even each if one. we've mentioned the stories before, like it's good to rehash and like there's new elements. Bro, Cameron hit me up because I, I I put up this thing about DMX and Cameron pull it. And he hit me. Like, is people love this shit. All right, that's a good idea. I'm Look, down you for see it. Me setting up my vinyl. Yeah, see I see what's going on back me. there. Yeah. Um Billy June, go fuck yourself, and everyone will be back on Patreon. We'll be back on Patreon soon, like the next couple days. Peace and blessings, my brothers and sisters. Peace to the gods.